As we mentioned earlier this week, it is list season. So going through, looking at different lists that are compiled around the NFL, and I stopped on this one, thought it was really interesting with just the top three players. You're looking at foundations, right? The top three players for every team in the NFL as listed by Pro Football Focus. We'll go through these. We'll see if we agree with the their top three assessment, and, and we'll choose which top three which team has the best top three players in the NFL coming up on today's Peacock and Williamson? You're listening to the Peacock and Williamson NFL show, your daily podcast on the National Football League, powered by the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL show. Brian Peacock and Matt Williamson here with you at TV Peacock at Williamson NFL. Thanks for making us your first listen. We're talking NFL every single day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. And we're talking triplets today. Uh, who are the best three teams on every team in the NFL? And, and which team has the best top three in the league? And you look at some of these and it's kind of a struggle. And uh, this is kind of a fun exercise, Matt. And you sent me this article and, uh, you know, it, it is less season in the NFL. And it, there's always different ways you can look at the league. And I think this one is a fun way to look at it because who has, who has the best foundational piece, pieces, essentially, the biggest difference makers? Yeah, and again, we, we we took this off Pro Football Focus. They they pump out so much content, and this time of year, it's kind of difficult to come up with content at times. But it is an interesting way. I mean, in a lot of cases, like I was talking Browns today on my Steeler show. It's like, well, they're going to pay Miles Garrett. They're going to pay Deshaun Watson, and you know, then there's other pieces in there. You know, like um, every team's going to have a, a guy or two that it, they're not, you know, they're foundational guys on each side of the ball or whatever. So I think it's an interesting way to look at it. Like who are their three best players? You know, how, how old are these guys? How reliable are these guys? You know, what's their future like? And then after every team, they throw in a also considered category there too. So, you know, we know that this is NFL stands for not for long. So, your three best guys, you hope, are the real, true foundation of your team for a really long time. And I think when you look at it this way, some of these teams get a little more worrisome. Absolutely. And let's start. It's listed alphabetical here. So let's start with the Arizona Cardinals and run through some of these. And you look at the Cardinals, and one of the guys in their top three is JJ Watt. So it's quarterback yeah, Kyler right. Murray, wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins. Those two shouldn't be a surprise. And sometimes it's hard, and you can have a really good argument for who would be, you know, two or three, or, or sometimes three, or sometimes it's really difficult with the fourth that you leave off. But JJ Watt, with, uh, you know, in his 12th season and with the injuries he's gone through, is now one of their top three players. It's a really interesting roster the Cardinals have right now, and they lost a guy that who would have absolutely been on this list in Chandler Jones in the offseason. Yeah, and I guess you could look at it two ways. You know, that these are their best players. That doesn't mean they're the most valuable to the team, you know, because maybe Marquise Brown because of his age, or they're just missed, Buda Baker, or even Zayvon Collins or Isaiah Simmons, only because of their age might be more valuable Arizona Cardinals than J.J. Watt, because how long do you get them? But I think this one just screams all the concerns I've had about Arizona recently is your three best guys. First off, Hopkins is already suspended, and he's in his 10th year. As you mentioned with Watt, I mean, he's going to the Hall of Fame, but this is year 12. And Murray, 
does he want out? Are they going to pay him? He always tends to wear down at the end of the year. So if this is what you're hanging your hat on, that's what makes me worry about the Cardinals. Yeah, when you look at the league this way, and if you're yeah, only considering yeah. the their top three players plus an honorable mention, you know, and I probably put Buda Baker in here over I think you know, I would too, J, yeah. over JJ Watt, just because if you're just looking at you know just this number of snaps that that Buda Baker could play mm-hmm. for the Cardinals, not only this year but going forward, if you're building it, you know, I always look at things from a team building perspective. I, I would put Baker in there, even though JJ Watt might be more disruptive for the the, the snaps he's actually on the field, even at, at his age in his 12th season. But, uh, yeah, it, it's it's not the rosiest picture for the Cardinals, especially no. – and it almost feels like they're a year behind where the Seahawks were last year with Russell Wilson wanting out. And, and is it that far down the road where all of a sudden we're going to have some huge mega trade and it's going to be Kyler Murray going somewhere next offseason? Yeah, and think about the last three first rounds of NFL drafts. You have no first-round pick this past year and two linebackers that are still finding their way. And yes, you have Marquise Brown in the picture too. I get that. But who's next? I'm not sure. (laughs) You know what I mean? Is it Rondell Moore? Uh, That's a leap of faith. This is the best way to look at the Atlanta Falcons because you ignore the rest of a bad roster and all the terrible depth. And you can just start with A.J. Terrell, Kyle Pitts, and they've got uh, Grady Jarrett in here. As the third guy, a couple of offensive linemen drafted very high for them, and, and Chris Lindstrom and, and Jake Matthews are honorable mentions here. Um, and they drafted another, you know, top ten player this year that could be on that list very soon. But when you look at just the top threes, you know, I, I, I like that top three for the Falcons. But then it's nothing. It's a barren wasteland after that. You know, we did our, you know, we we talked about the top 20 guys twenty five years and and under, and Terrell and Pitts were both on there, rightfully so. So. If Drake London turns into a top 10 player in this draft, that's three, but that's still only three. You know, like Grady Jarrett's a good player, but he's in his eighth season. You know, Lindstrom and Matthews, I'm sorry, they don't move the needle for me. I mean, it's a barren wasteland after the names we're mentioning here, though. Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson, obviously. Marlon Humphrey and Mark Andrews. Is Mark Andrews the the third best player on the Baltimore Ravens? Mm, Boy, I mean, he's been awfully productive and he's awfully important, especially after trading Marquise Brown. And, you know, that receiver room is very, very light. I'm sure you could say guys like Ronnie Stanley, if he wasn't, you know, coming off injury. I mean, he's been extremely important for them, but he's, you know, fighting a big injury. They're, uh, you know, they're also considered as Marcus Williams, who I think is a great young safety, and Kyle Hamilton and um, Linderbaum, you hope, are on this list as soon as possible. I think it's a pretty good group, though. I mean, I think Andrews is a top three tight end. Lamar's a former MVP, both of them in their fifth season. And Marlon Humphrey, I don't say he's a shutdown corner, but he would follow number ones even into the slot. So I don't think that's a bad foundation. I'd like a little more superstar power. And trust me, I understand Lamar has had superstar time. But one more stud there would go a long way. But we always know this team's going to be deep and draft well. And, you know, I mean, kind of who they are. You know, they're all in their prime, too. And clearly they did a lot of work at safety, you know, brought in Marcus Williams. And uh, you you hope Linderbaum becomes that guy. And uh, I'd still put Stanley in there over Mark Andrews. But that's just me. Yeah, I hear you. Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, Tredavious White. That's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, is there any quarterback in the league except for any one or two that you would trade Josh Allen for? I don't think so. 
Stefan Diggs to me is a top five receiver. White's probably a top five corner. All those guys are between their fifth and eighth seasons on the league. In the league, you know, their honorable mentions are both safeties who are tremendous players. Oh, by the way, they added a guy who almost made the list in Vaughn Miller, you know, like a little sugar on top there too. And then they have some younger guys like Ed Oliver and some of those other young defensive linemen that you would hope start to push for this neighborhood too. So, I mean, I don't think anyone's super shocked that the Bills are probably the best team in the league in like every power rank you're going to see. The Carolina Panthers, DJ Moore is a really nice young player. Doesn't really get talked yeah. about amongst the best uh, wide receivers in the league. I think if he had a better quarterback, I think we'd talk a lot more about him. He, he's a really a good player. Uh, Christian McCaffrey and Taylor Moten are the three names listed here. I would absolutely have Brian Burns. I'd probably have Brian Burns number one on that entire yeah. roster and then give me DJ Moore and I'd probably have to leave the, you know, an often injured running back Christian McCaffrey off the list. But, um, yeah, it's one of those teams when, when quarterback doesn't show up, I think is, right. is like those are the teams that eh, you're not super excited about their prospects for the season. Yeah, and, and I'm with you. I, I would have Burns probably over Moten or McCaffrey considering durability. But, I mean, they, they even state that. They say Brian Burns just missed the cut after seeing his PFF grade fall a little bit year to year. I, I don't put a ton of weight in PFF grades. I, I'll take Brian Burns all day long. I think J.C. Horn's another foundational piece that they found last draft, but we all know the problem. Right, yeah, and we didn't get to see J.C. Horn quite yet, uh, so we'll see how that turns out, and we'll see mm-hmm. what happens at quarterback with them and and going forward with the coaching staff and, and all of that. Um, Chicago Bears, here's the team that they need their quarterback to show up on this list, but right now this is probably the leader in the clubhouse. So, so far we've got the Buffalo Bills have the best top three, and the Chicago Bears, in my opinion, have the worst top three. Pretty bad. Who are Wide receiver Darnell Mooney, cornerback Jalen Johnson, and linebacker Roquan Smith. And those are fine players, but you don't want those to be your best three players. Yeah, I don't have much more to add to that except for you're really hoping your fingers crossed that Justin Fields is on this list a year from now, even if things around him aren't going well. If you look at him, then all this is worth it. You know what I mean? And Robert Quinn isn't also considered. So was Justin Fields, even after a a not-so-great year. Robert Quinn's a really good player, but by the time the Bears are good, is he going to still be good? Probably not. I mean, Darnell Mooney, Jalen Johnson, Roquan Smith, I mean, that's not so great. All right, Cincinnati Bengals up next. We'll roll through all of these, and then uh, we'll pick our winners and losers for the the best three players on every roster in the NFL, according to PFF. But I'll let the folks out there first know about Built Bar and the brand-newest offering from Built, which is built granola bars they come in three unbelievable flavors chocolate peanut butter chocolate coconut and white chocolate berry and you probably want to try all three flavors for me it's the chocolate peanut butter Uh, you can get a mixed box as well at built.com right now these are so different from the bars and the puffs which are also amazing that you can still get at built.com but we're talking built granola bars here loaded with granola it's the perfect combination of crunch and chewiness, but like built bars and, and like built puff bars, these babies are packed with protein and covered in 100% real chocolate. So again, you still feel like you're getting a treat, but it's only 150 calories with a whopping 15 grams of protein that you're not going to find in a lot of granola bars and only four grams of sugar. And a lot, some granola bars are just packed with sugar too. So, you, you know, you're grabbing it to go and you think you're doing something good for yourself in the morning. Maybe you're on your way to work and you're really already uh, hurting your diet just by grabbing a sugar packed granola bar. But that's not the case with 
built granola bars. And of course, that addition of being covered in 100% real chocolate always helps and always feel like you are reaching for the treat, even though it's low in calorie and low in sugar. Tons of health benefits, collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently. So it's exactly what you've been waiting for, a perfect combination of healthy and delicious with those built granola bars. So head on over to built.com right now and grab yourself some built granola bars or any of the classic built bar flavors. And with our promo code, you can get 15% off. Go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That is promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Thanks again, everybody, for making Peacock and Williamson your first listen. We do have a very important favor to ask of you. We've put together a survey so we can learn more about our listeners like you and make your favorite Locked On podcast even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about Locked On podcasts. So go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long, and everyone that completes a survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. So uh, go take your our audience survey. Go to LockedOnPodcasts.com dot com slash survey and thank you so much for your help i think we got a i think we got some competition here for the best triplets in the nfl best top threes on each nfl roster and the cincinnati Bengals have some amazing young talent and are already good enough to have blown through the afc and represented the afc in the super bowl last year they did come up just short on winning that super bowl but quarterback joe burrow wide receiver jamar chase and wide receiver t higgins that's a pretty good place to start and they've got a lot of other really good young players too jesse bates and um it's it's a good roster that's continually gotten better the last couple of years and they're not going anywhere with that combination of uh, passers and pass catchers at the top the beauty of this too is most of these teams we've mentioned under the experience column is sixth year, seventh year, twelfth year. JJ Watt. This one's third season, second season, third season. You know, and, and there's names like Joe Mixon and Jonah Williams and DJ Reader and Trey Hendrickson and yeah, you know, Wilson the linebacker. I mean, that are all really valuable pieces. Maybe Dax Hill is next. So you got to love this. The only fly in the ointment nothing comes easy in this league is you're gonna have to pay burrow chase and higgins here pretty soon too <laughs> they'll stay cheap like, for long it's like the blessing and the curse of drafting wells like we can't even keep all these young stars right but you know as we've seen with the the skyrocketing cap is going to start going up and up and up again uh, after covid saw it you know stagnate a little bit uh, i think a lot of teams gonna be able to do what they need to do with their top players it's the uh you know the middle class that starts to suffer there so you end up getting yeah. a bunch of expensive players and then oh we got to you know refill the roster with with draft picks essentially and guys on rookie contracts so it can be done it's funny you say that because this next team the browns have so many guys making between like eight and 12 million, you know, let alone the miles Garrett's and the Watson. But I think the middle class of the Browns could be in trouble salary cap wise here in the big picture, but their group here is pretty good. Yeah. Can you pay two running backs? You know, it's hard to pay one running back these days. Entire offensive line. Right. So, uh, and a running back and an offensive lineman are on their list for their top threes. Obviously miles Garrett's going to be up there. Got running back Nick Chubb and guard Joel Batonio. And then, of course, you know, Denzel Ward, who just got re-upped with big money, and Deshaun Watson coming to town as well to add to that group. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the O-line center aside is really good. 
Um, you hope a guy like Newsom steps up and is in this conversation too, but their high end talent rivals just about anyone. And, and you really couldn't put Watson on the list, but he absolutely could be number one on here a year from now. Right. And if you put Watson on the list, would you kick off Batonio then? So you'd have yeah, Watson yeah. Garrett. And I would probably put Ward on there over a running back too. So to me, in terms of team value. Yes. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Garrett Watson Ward. That would be in competition for one of the best yeah. in the NFL. Top be really good, right? In turn, like I, I think Chubb is better at what he does than what than Ward is at what he does, but Ward's more valuable. This is where I have a problem with Ben Lindsley. You can go, uh, Ben Lindsley. He wrote this article for PFF. I'm just kidding, Ben. If you're out there listening, uh, did a great job. You should go check out this entire article. And there's a lot of good nuggets and, and grades and things um, at pff.com. But Ben does not have Dak Prescott on his top three for the Dallas Cowboys. He, it consists of Zach Martin, Micah Parsons, and Tyron Smith. All really good players, but are they better than Dak? Uh, I think Parsons is better than just about everybody on the planet. So, yes, because he's not more valuable, of course. Uh, my hunch is, and this isn't explained extremely well, is this is just kind of based off PFF grades from last year, and but without putting a guy on there that only played 100 snaps or something, because Dak did not have a tremendous year, mm-hmm. but he's obviously a foundational piece. The name that doesn't even show up here, though, is C.D. Lamb. You right. know, like, I mean, C.D. Lamb is going to be on this list next year, and he's going to be on a lot of Williamson fantasy teams. Even with Dak not, not maybe having his best year, mm-hmm. um, I would still put him over, you know, uh, someone who, what, 35? How old is Tyron Smith now? Mid-30s, right? right? Uh, 12th season for Tyron Smith, so definitely put Dak in there. So Dak, Zach Martin, Micah Parsons, pretty darn good. And, yeah, he's know, pretty good. The talent on that roster. So yeah, definitely in competition for one of the best uh, top threes there. How about the Denver Broncos now with Russell Ezekiel Wilson? Elliott nowhere to be found. Yeah, no Zeke. I wouldn't be either, right? Um, Justin Simmons, Russell Wilson, and Patrick Sertan, the second, are the top three for the Denver Broncos. I'm pretty fond of that. You know, I mean, Wilson, no one's in dispute. Two young cover guys. Well, I guess Simmons isn't young anymore, but I think Sertan, you know, in our 25 and under conversation was very valuable. And then they have other guys, you know, Javante Williams, Judy Sutton, you know, guys like that, too, that this is an exciting roster. Interesting note here that I didn't realize about Russell Wilson. He had a 90.3 PFF grade before going down with an injury in week five, which was the second highest at quarterback. And then he only had a 61.4 PFF grade, Mm. which was 22nd in the league after returning in week 10. So you got to think that that had a big part of it. And if you're getting the 90.3 PFF grade Wilson, which is he's been, you know, that guy most of his career, mm-hmm. look, out Bron- look out for the Broncos, man. Yeah, that's a great point. One thing about Wilson I've noticed in his career, though, is he's a little streaky. He'll put four or five really good games together, mm-hmm. and then he falls apart for three games, you know. Absolutely. How about this? The Detroit Lions building up front. Frank Ragnow, oh, wow. Taylor Decker, Penny Sewell. Center tackle, tackle. Love it. Love it. I mean, that is the persona of this team through and through. Of course, they hope Hutchinson will be at the top of this list a year from now, or even a Jamison Williams. I mean, I think Hawkinson and Swift are both really, really good at what they do as well. The Lions are exciting. I mean, I think there's a lot of – we got asked that question on Twitter Tuesday. You know, is it unfair the Lions didn't get a primetime game? No, but I wish I did see them on, you know, Monday Night Football because they're a blast to watch. I think they're going to sneak up on some teams I this do. year. Green Bay Packers, they're not sneaking up on anybody. And uh, right now, I think this is the new leader in the clubhouse. Aaron Rodgers, David Bakhtiari, Jair Alexander. Would you take them over what we saw with the Bills, uh, the, the Cowboys? Bengals were high on my list, too. Yeah. 
two receivers and Burrow. If we were to do like top eight, I think Green Bay would run away with it. You know, I mean, some of the guys that didn't miss are like Rashawn Gary, even um, Aaron Jones is a great player, Kenny Clark. I mean, um, I, I think their first round pick Stokes from last year is really ascending too. But I mean, we know the issues with the team or, you know, the receiving, the pass catchers. But when you look at it this way, it's like, oh, yeah, the Packers are going to win the North again. And their defense got better. But, oh, you know, man. question about the pass catchers. And they, they they had an even better top three last year when, when Devontae Adams, Adams in the mix. Right, right. About the Houston Texans, Laramie Tunsil, Ooh. Brandon Cooks, and Derek Stingley. We, so this is, we're getting to the First point rookie. where we hadn't even seen one of these guys play and he's already in there. And hopefully he is that guy. I mean, that would go a long way. Maybe it even put Green, the guard, the other first-round pick in that mix. I mean, um, Ryan McDowell and I did Locked on Dynasty uh, today, and we were talking about buy holds and sells for the Texans, and not an easy team to break down or get excited about. But they're moving the right direction, I suppose. Do we they have like- a, Jonathan Grant- Grennard on here is, is a, also considered – I just think he's a name people should know. He's a quality player. Yeah, and the other players that are good that might be, you know, sort of secret superstars on the Texans, nobody knows about them because nobody was excited to watch Texans games last year. So we might True. start to learn more about some of these guys uh, as well that are that are maybe better than than we realize on that mm-hmm. roster. Tunsil Steenley like Jr., you still take that over the uh over the Bears top three, right? Yeah. How about over the Falcons? Falcons no. top three is good. It's the rest Pretty of the yeah, Pitts, right, right. Agreed. Hurley's I like this it. next team, though, the way that this is laid out. Yeah, the Colts. How about that? Jonathan Taylor, Quentin Nelson, Darius Leonard. It's pretty darn good. Right. And that's on no mention of the Forrest Buckner, who's a star. I think Pittman's a real up-and-coming player as well. I mean, Nelson, to me, is the best guard in the league, best interior, maybe best flat-out offensive lineman in the league. I know Jonathan Taylor is the best running back in the league, and Leonard's at the top of the list of linebackers. And even if you fade running backs as I do, and you put Buckner in there for Taylor, Nelson Leonard, still pretty darn good. No <laughs> yeah, really good. No, yeah, this would be top five for me. It'd be top five. Yeah, yeah. It's the best so far without a quarterback on the top three. Yeah, good point. Good point. Next, we'll get to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Is their second year quarterback on the list, and who else joins him? And there's some other really good ones. We might have a, a new leader here for the best top three. And is any top three worse than the Chicago Bears? We will find out next. But first, I want to let the folks out there know about Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. Find all the latest odds, news, sports developments, including. This year's NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball fights. Uh, and how about golf? How about this one, Matt? You can bet on the celebrity golf matchup. Oh, of- is that the Mahomes-Allen thing going yes, on? Yes, we got okay. Rodgers and Brady against Mahomes and Allen. And, and oh, wow. I'm going to I'm going to I'm definitely going to going to bet on the age in this one and they are the favorites. Rodgers yeah. and Brady are the favorites. They just had longer to to work on their game, right? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter that you can hit the ball. I'm sure Josh Allen kills the ball. But oh, I'm sure he hits it 400 yards, but it doesn't, I bet, like me on the golf course, hits it in the wrong fairway too often. <laughs> right. I bet the other, the old timers are pretty good around the green. Not only can you bet on which team wins, you could bet on who wins the first hole, uh, uh, what will happen first, birdie or a bogey, uh, which team will get the first birdie. Uh, tons of ways you can bet on this and just about anything at 
Bet Online, your number one source for all sports wagering and information this season, live betting, playoffs, esports, and more. So get over to Bet Online, desktop or mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet Online, where the game starts. Who's up next on the list here? We've got the Jags. Yeah, yeah, Jacksonville Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence we'll makes carry the list. some of these over to tomorrow. I mean, we're we got a lot of a lot of here in store, but we'll see. <laughs> I know we might have to make a two parter out of this one. Jacksonville Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence, Brandon Sheriff, and Josh Allen. That's just slightly better than the Chicago Bears for me. But right. That, I, I mean, mean Lawrence got- wasn't a good player last year. He has a lot of excuses. I'm I'm really excited about him. Yeah. But I mean, he's very valuable. But to say he's one of their best players isn't the ringing endorsement. I mean, Shreff wasn't even on the team last year. Of course, you hope Trevon Walker adds to this list or a guy like ATN, maybe, you know, who's been out of sight, out of mind, too. That was a a high pick. Uh, I I have a hard time finding a ton of candidates, though, that are really going to step up and be awesome here. Kansas City Chiefs have a ton of talent, and when it starts with Patrick Mahomes, the top three is always going to look really good. But then, you know, Travis Kelsey, and oh, they don't even have Tyreek Hill there anymore, but you still got Chris Jones. You can put Joe Tooney in there. You put Creed Humphrey in there as your third, and it doesn't really matter. They're going to be competing with the best. That's the winner. Mahomes, Kelsey, Chris Jones. I mean, I know that they're not young. Kelsey's in his 10th season. But in terms of how good a players are right this minute, you know, like Chris Jones, with all respect to T. Higgins, is a lot better at what he does than what Higgins does. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're leaving maybe the best center and left guard off the list. How about a dark horse here with Derek Carr and the Las Vegas Raiders, along with Devontae Adams and Max Crosby? Max Pretty Crosby good. was one of those players that made the 25 under 25 list that we talked about earlier this week. Yeah, and again, I mean, Darren Waller and Chandler Jones make most teams, but they don't in this one. You know, my worries with the Raiders are, though, that they have some extreme strengths, but I just think their weaknesses are almost as glaring as their strengths. No matter what lens and angle you look at the AFC West, it's kind of scary how good that division is. We just talked about uh, how how good the Broncos are in their top three. We just mentioned the Raiders and the Chiefs. I think the Cheater, Chiefs are leading right now. But you know what? I might take the Chargers top three of Justin Herbert, Joey Bosa, and Khalil Mack. Wow. I mean, you, you talk about the names left off, too. Derwin James and Rashawn Slater don't even crack your, your list here. Like, Wow. And J.C. Jackson, who they just picked up as well. And uh, I mean, Lindsley, the center, might be the best center in the league, too. Mike Williams is a really good player. Oh, by the way, Keenan Allen's been doing it forever and is still awesome. You know, like this is a pretty good group. Not bad at all. I, I wow. might take that one. I think I think the Chargers are my number one right now for just looking at the top three. That that's pretty Me good. Too. I'm not sure Mac would even make my top three, and I think he's a potential Hall of Famer and a great and, pickup. And difference makers. You're talking yeah. about a quarterback and two stud edge players. Right, right. And they're the good receivers aren't even on the list. The top corners aren't even on the list. Yeah, this one though, the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, top, this one's going to be pretty good. Stars, <laughs> just built for a list like this, and quarterback Matthew Stafford is not even on it. He's the honorable mention to Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, and Cooper Cup. And I think they're right. You know, of course he's a quarterback. He's super valuable. He's a stud, but he's not as good at what he does as Donald Ramsey and Cup are. I mean, Cup had the best receiver year 
you know, of anyone, let maybe even in, in history. And the other two are the best at their respective positions on defense and on Hall of Fame pass as well. I think that's the winner. I've said that like five times. though. <laughs> but here's the thing. So Aaron Donald, let's say he retires tomorrow, as mm-hmm. is rumored that he might do, which I, I'm not buying. I'm not buying it. You throw Matthew Stafford in there. Stafford Rams it up. Still one of the best. Maybe yep. still the best. Yeah. If you go six or seven deep, that's where they lose to the Chiefs and the Chargers and those mm-hmm. type of teams. But just three core studs, that's as good as it gets. Miami Dolphins coming up in the world. Two new players and uh, one of the higher paid corners in the league. They've got Tyreek Hill, Teron Armstead, Xavier Howard, one, two, three. And I would have an argument for Javon Holland to be in the mix as well. Yeah, good call. I love Holland. Um, sneaky. If we if we were just ranking these, though, on the top three, I would have Miami 8, 9, 10, something like that. That's a pretty good group. I mean, a left tackle, corner, and receiver as well. Not young, though. I mean, seventh season, seventh season, tenth season for those guys. So you need the Wilkins, Waddles, and Hollins and those guys to really take this over sooner than later. Right. It's, it's it's not about the mercenary players there in Miami. It's still about developing that young talent and, of course, your young quarterback. Mm-hmm. Good point. Minnesota Vikings, Justin Jefferson, Danell Hunter, Dalvin Cook. That's not bad either. That's not bad at all. I mean, Jefferson and Chase, to me, are right at the top of the list of when you factor in age, the most valuable receivers in all the league. Um, you know, Daniel Hunter coming back, I think, is gigantic for this team. They're also considered aren't bad. You know, Cousins, Thielen, Zadarius Smith, Harrison Smith, Brian O'Neill. They all seem to have a question, though. Mac Jones makes the list for the Patriots, but I might replace See, him with another player on the list. But they've got Matt Judon and David Andrews, and uh, we've we, we've badmouthed the New England Patriots roster a lot, so I don't think we need to continue. But you know, there's some talent on the roster, but it still doesn't wow you even when you start looking at it from different angles. A case in point, I mean, who are the really good players on the New England Patriots roster? I don't think they have any. Matt Judon's number one on this list. Matt Judon, he's good. He wouldn't I mean, make a lot of the lists. No, neither was David Andrews. (laughs) Right. You know, an above average starting center. That's your number two guy. It's just not a good roster. Mm -hmm. uh, Cameron Jordan still making the list for the New Orleans Saints, along with Ryan Ramchek and Marshawn Lattimore. Like compare the Saints to the one we just talked about with the Patriots. I mean, like the Honey Badger, Kamara, Michael Thomas, all those guys are way better than the Patriots guys, let alone the three that is mentioned here. I mean, Saints are pretty pretty good. I mean, they're they're not in the running for the best three, but again, their top eight or so is pretty strong. Going back to the Patriots, you still like the Patriots top three? Judon, Andrews, Mac Jones over what we saw for the Chicago Bears? Hmm. The Bears was... Broquan and Mooney. Mooney was the best player. and I think so. I can't remember who the other two were. But it's that I mean it's at the bottom. There's no star power there. All right, so uh, it's still for me. It's Chargers at the top. Rams and, are my one. And uh, the uh, yeah, the, the Rams, Rams and Bears. The Chiefs are right there too. And mm-hmm. then at the bottom, it's it's Pats, it's Bears. Bears. Yeah, lost. agreed. Agreed. Uh, almost done here. Let's go. New York Giants. Okay. Leonard Williams, Andrew Thomas, and Adoree Jackson. That one's not great. Not great at all. You're hoping the two first round picks are at the top of this list next year. Right. I mean, Thibodeau, Neil, yeah. and 
there's some other good solid players in the roster, but that one's you know, a little lacking there. How about the New York Jets? With Saquon Tomlinson? needs to be on the top three here. You know right. What I mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Quinnen Williams, Carl Lawson, and Lakin Tomlinson. This is a tough one because there's a lot of that players that you could argue for it, but they, they don't have any clear like who. They really need Garrett Wilson, Ahmad Gardner to be like, oh, okay, that's one and two. And then, and, and obviously Wilson, the quarterback, if that becomes the top three, then you're good. But when Lakin Tomlinson leads the list, he's a solid guard, but he's, he's, the, he's the prototype solid. You know, you look up solid right. in, the, in the dictionary and it's, it's Lakin Tomlinson's picture. Like, I think Quinn and Williams will be on this list next year, probably. But I bet of all the teams we talk about that have the most turmoil, it could be this one. And that's a positive. You know, you want, Sauce Gardner to be number one. Right. A.J. Brown is added to the list for the Philadelphia Eagles after that draft night trade, along with Lane Johnson and Jordan Mylotta, the two tackles there. Dallas Goddard, uh, Hargrave could have been mentioned there. Um, it, it's a solid group of, of players there for the Philadelphia Eagles. And they've added a lot of talent, in, including A.J. Brown, who becomes probably number one for them. Yeah. I'm not sure any of those guys are superstars, you know, you know, AJ Brown probably is, but it's a really good top 10 or so, you know, I mean, Devonte Smith and guys like that are really valuable. Um, I know Jordan Mulata that probably doesn't get people too excited, but he's a really good left tackle. I like this roster a lot, but I don't think this exercise indicates it as well as strong as it really is. And the Pittsburgh Steelers, some changeover at quarterback this year, but they still have their core, T.J. Watt, Cam Hayward, and Mika Fitzpatrick. I'm biased, but I think that's pretty strong when you just look at those three. I mean, they're elite players, in my opinion, at their respective positions. They're all on one side of the ball. Yeah, no doubt. And that's what's going to have to continue to carry that team. as they already. I mean, they need the Najis and Fryer Moose to start cracking this list, you know. 49ers have a few superstars yeah, here we go. roster. I think they have the best tackle in the league, according to PFF. Ooh, in fact, a- Trent Williams almost broke PFF's grading <laughs> yeah. so good last year, 96.8, which is pretty much the highest you ever see. Uh, Trent Williams, Nick Bosa, and George Kittle. That ain't too bad when you're leaving off guys like Fred Warner and Debo Samuel. And um, it's 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 almost becoming a little bit of a Stars and Scrubs roster. So, you know, yeah. if you develop a young quarterback, this is going to be a pretty darn good football team. I think this is like top two or three, to be very honest. I mean, I think Fred Warner is the best linebacker in the league, and he didn't make the list. Which team did we say had the best with the non-quarterbacks? Rams. The Rams? Yeah. No, so this They're, is they're right. still at the top. Right. This is awesome. Yeah. You wish Trent Williams wasn't as old as he was, but he was right. better than anyone last year. Well, when he ages out, you still have Debo to, to throw on the list, you know? Mm-hmm. And Warner. Yeah, and Warner, too. And hopefully Trey Lance. I mean, that's what you're really hoping for. Right, exactly. Yeah, if Trey Lance bumps one of those names off, now you're cooking because that now means you're cooking. Yeah. The Seattle Seahawks, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and Quandre Diggs. It's okay. I mean, they've taken yeah. a huge step back. I, I, I'm not bullish on this team with uh, without Russell Wilson because I think he was yeah. the glue that held a lot, a lot together. And I don't think Jamal Adams really belongs on the list. And unfortunately for a rebuilding team, Two of these three are in their eighth season already. You know, Lockett and Diggs probably won't be good for when it matters. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are one of those teams that's so good, it's probably really hard to find the third. It starts with Tom Brady, Tristan Wirfs, and Mike Evans. Uh, I'm not sure I would necessarily knock any of them off, but there's a lot of players in the honorable mention, maybe the biggest honorable mention list in the league. It shouldn't take me by surprise, but looking at this, it's like, 
23rd season. Oh, yeah, that's Brady. You know, <laughs> I don't like, need to worry yeah, about it. 12 right, seasons, right. pretty old, J.J. Watt. Well, how, why don't you double it? That's what Tom <laughs> <did>. <laughs> Right, right. Going into year 23. Yeah, maybe you can make an argument that Evans could get bumped there by like a Levante David. I love Vita Vea. I mean, he'd probably be on that list. But this is a pretty awesome roster. I mean, Antoine Winfield was on that 25 and under list, and he's a long way from getting there, you know? When Tom Brady was drafted, J.J. Watt was in like fifth grade, maybe? Sounds about right, yeah. Or maybe even younger than that. Maybe even younger than that. And some of these people weren't even born. He might have been like first grade. <laughs> <laughs> and he's old. Uh, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, that's, that's pretty amazing when you're that horrible. much older than the old guys in the league. All right, let's finish this up. Tennessee Titans, Derrick Henry, Kevin Byard, and Jeffrey Simmons. That, that's a pretty darn good one, two, three. And, and they lost A.J. Brown from that list. Yeah, that's a pretty good one, two, three. You just hope Henry's still on it for another year or two. And we'll finish it up with the Washington Commanders, who have Terry McLaurin, Jonathan Allen, and Chase Young. Kind of middle of the road there. Kind of middle of the road. Um, I yeah, Maybe actually a little bit below middle of the road just because we don't know what chase young is yet and it just you know didn't have uh, as much of a second season as as you hoped he would mm-hmm. have and jonathan allen's a really good player but not you know a star player and and terry mclaurin's kind of behind a lot of other star wide receivers in the league yeah i was gonna say pretty much the same thing and you hope and i think this is there's a really good chance this is a case that chase young is clearly number one on this list last next year i mean I, that's what i'm expecting out of him and if not then you got a problem the Chicago Bears. Yeah, they're, they're taking up the caboose here. Darnell Mooney, Jalen Johnson, Roquan Smith. Good players, but doesn't doesn't wow you. Although, you know no. what? I might still take that over the Patriots. Tops. I said the Patriots are bad. No star power. You know, average uh, centers are on their list. You know, ugh. and then we've got Chiefs, Chargers, Rams, Bills. Their Niners are strong. Packers. And, yeah, 40. Packers are good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to give the, uh, the the champ to the Rams, the loser to the Patriots. Ooh, okay. Yeah. There you have it, at Williamson NFL on Twitter. If you are a uh, Patriots fan and, and you want to have a word <laughs> with him, he yeah. loves bad-mouthing your team this offseason. So, just uh, the roster. I'm sure, Yeah, just the <laughs> roster. I'm sure Bill, Bill Belichick will have them at 10 wins again next year. Right, right. Absolutely. All right. As offensive coordinator. <laughs> They, yeah, that's true. Who's, who's going to be coordinating that offense? A defensive coordinator <laughs> right. coordinating the offense. Interesting. We'll see how that works out. Uh, thanks for making Peacock and Williamson your first listen back tomorrow. Right here, Peacock and Williamson.